is Brotherhood Pete Zins is last night as a member of Calvary Gospel Church. Brother Pete, would you stand? Do, do I hear somebody clapping? We love Brother Pete. He's going to California not to be a missionary, not because he has a burden for souls, but he just doesn't like cold weather. So I told him, I said, all, all sissies move to California. And he said, well, he said, one thing for sure, I'll be a nice warm sissy. <laughs> well, I've been teasing him a lot, but we love you, Brother Pete. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless Brother Pete. We want him to leave a word of testimony with us, would you? Be serious now. Don't get involved in that crazy stuff. Five. This is a scripture that I think most of you could quote. Most of you could. And then from Luke, the 10th chapter, verse 2, we will read. And I will be giving a report concerning our general conference. And right at the end of the service, or at the end of my preaching, we will be having a baptismal service. Uh, Little Raymond Hughes will be baptized in Jesus' name. Praise God. Receive the Holy Ghost. Four people receive the Holy Ghost this morning in our Sunday school. Praise God. Isn't that great? Well, let's give the Lord another big hand. Would you do that? Oh, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. John 4, 35, Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And what Jesus is saying, some of you feel that's four months and then the harvest will come. But he said, really, the harvest is ripe right now. Speaking of a harvest much greater than the harvest of grain that's in the fields. And then Luke the 10th chapter, verse 2. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Praise God. You may be seated. Our general conference this year was held in Des Moines, Iowa, and we had such great services, great crowds. Many of you attended. Now, you, I used to give kind of a service-by-service service report, and we, we started having so many people taking vacations or taking time off of their, their work and going to the general conference that I started talking about some of the things that that perhaps you would not be aware of by going to a conference, uh, and, and that I will do again. Now, how many of you were able to go to Des Moines to the conference, all right? Okay, good number of hands are raised, quite a few. Uh, just briefly, let me just have a couple of you just stand up and just, you tell just maybe one or two things that impressed you, and I don't take much time. Well, let's start out by having Sister Valerie. She's from... Uh, Des Moines, Brother Williams' church. Sister Valerie, it was good to see you there. The second thing I think that impressed me the most 
um, was the impact of how much that we are right now in the last days and how right now, just like the scriptures that our pastor just read, that it's time to reach out. It's time to do the Bible studies. It's time, as, as Brother Manley's been doing the care ministries, that is the most important is reaching out and the ones that we that do get born again to to just take care of them, put them underneath our wing, and that it's just that I got so much out of that. Praise God, that is great. I I think the conference, uh, the Veterans Memorial Hall, there seats about what uh, fourteen thousand, and and it was pretty full. In fact, we had more than that in attendance. All the people could not get in there at one time, uh, so they kept the displays open during conference. All right, uh, let me sh- see another show of hands. I'm, I'm forgetting here who, who went to the conference. All right, Brother Derber, uh, let's hear something from you. Well, uh, I've never used this thing before. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, uh, I bring to you no new thing, but I uh, bring to you what was brought to you at first. And you kind of get that feeling. Uh, we don't have to shine everything up uh, with uh, some new thing on the horizon, but there's a continuance of the work of the Lord there, and an emphasis to finish it. You know, we started out real good, and many of us weren't even alive when a lot of the bugs were being worked out so to speak but this thing's tuned up and it's going good praise god happy about that yes praise the lord about that and finish the work that's what i got yes that is great excellent excellent praise god oh hallelujah 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 just hold up there brother man uh i'd like for brother lenny smith i I know that he and kathy were there brother lenny what uh what happened that impressed you Probably the biggest thing that impressed me was the prayer. I never, I've been to two conferences, the one in Milwaukee and down in Des Moines, but the people had a burden to pray, and that's the heart of God. If you want to move God, you pray. That's it. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to do nothing fancy. You just got to pray. Give yourself to prayer. And that was the biggest thing to me is the emphasis that they were trying to get all the churches hooked together to pray. You know, the Bible says that, you know, one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand. Yes. You know, and so on and so on. You know, that's God's multiplication. And if we could all get praying the way God's called his church to pray, remember what they were doing in the upper room when the Holy Ghost fell. That's you know, it. In one mind and one accord, they were all praying. All praying, you know? yes. So if we can get the body of Christ, the body of Christ, not this is a part of the body. That's it. If we can get the whole body going in the same direction, great things are going to happen. And I just like the spirit of prayer and the people giving themselves to it. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And didn't we have a great time in the prayer room before service? A lot of people in there travailing, great spirit. Then we come out here and we start worshiping. The power of the Lord's falling. People are dancing in the spirit. People are running. They're clapping. They're exuberant. And you may say, why all this? Well, the prayer room was red hot. I'll tell you, people are in there interceding. People are in there praying victorious prayers. The spirit of the Lord came down 
in a great way. Let's just have one other person who feels impressed to just say something about the conference. Let me see. Uh, let me let me see your hand. Okay, over here. Let's let Sister Sonia. She was there. <clears throat> Praise God. Oh, well, everything impressed me down there. <laughs> the most part was the missionaries, though. They, I really have a burden for the missionaries. They're just wonderful people, and they're very strong to go into another country to, yes. to do all of those things, and they cannot do it alone, so it has to be the act of God. Praise God. That's great. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. This past year has been a very trying year for me. I have just had a good number of health situations. Uh, for the last couple of years, I have I've tried to limit uh, my teaching and preaching in Bible camps to only two a, a year. This This year, I have two count meetings lined up and I'd like for you to help me pray about it because I'm going to Texas to my home district and I'm the Bible teacher in Texas this year and I, I would just really like for you to uh, help me pray about this. I will also be teaching at the Oregon camp. I, uh, I really do uh, appreciate the opportunity to go into these various areas. Uh, I've had several uh, visits to the foreign field. And I, I'm just calling all of them off. I, I made some promises. I promised Brother Nichols I'd go to Russia, and I never have. Uh, Brother White has been after me to go to Indonesia, and I'd like to go, but I just... And then, of course, the big one is Brother Cole is still expecting me to go to Ethiopia. And I just, I don't know that I can physically do it. But I would certainly like to do it. But I don't know that I can. But I have had... Uh, many opportunities to minister in our fellowship. And let me tell you something. We really do have a great fellowship. Praise God. I turned down a good number of invitations to camps, uh, some to preach. This past year, I was asked to uh, teach at Louisiana and also uh, Arizona. And I turned those down. You know, you just can't. Uh, this year also, I was asked to teach in Connecticut and uh, uh, South Dakota, and I turned those down because, truthfully, while I do have a burden for the overall work of God, I really feel that there's no church in the United Pentecostal Church with a greater potential for growth than Calvary Gospel Church. I really do feel it. I really do feel it. Praise God. Praise God. The conference was indeed great. I did not attend all of the sessions. As you know, they start at 9 o'clock and go all the way through to real late at night. And then we had several banquets that we were supposed to attend. After a while, it gets to be an endurance test, especially being I have to be there a few days before conference. I started some committee work on a Monday, and conference did not start until Thursday, so I was pretty worn out by the time conference started. But uh, I, did, I, I, I did set 
in many, many different meetings and such, and I, I gained a lot of knowledge by various reports and what I do. I just take all the facts and figures and put them together and come and, and give you a report. Now, this is highly statistical, but it has been a blessing uh, the last three or four years that I've done this, and I've also done this at our our annual planning banquet, uh, planning session at our banquet, which will take place tomorrow night. Now, one thing I want to call your attention to, uh, this, this was called to our attention by some of the Canadian brethren. They were amazed. They were at a rally one night. There were a group of people that were just passing out tracts at random, leaving them on doors and such. So one of our men went over, and he picked this up. It's called The Birth of the Church. And he turned it over and looked on the box. It's from the Canadian Bible Society. And this would be equivalent to the American Bible Society that we have here in the States. And then, of course, there's an international Bible Society. But on the inside, now this is all this says. And uh, <clears throat> then they, it, they, they ended up by saying, Jesus is Lord. They have it in French, English, Hebrew, uh, Czechoslovakian, Chinese, and German. All right. When the day of Pentecost had come, the believers were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like as a, a rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared, as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the ability. Now, this is not the King James Version I'm reading, and I'm not for sure what version it is. Uh, I don't see it, but it's not the King James Version. Now, they drop that, and then they pick up a little bit later in the Scripture in Acts, the second chapter. But Peter, Peter standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, be this known unto you. And listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only the ninth hour, or only nine o'clock in the morning, pardon. No, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, <clears throat> they just stop. And then they pick it up later. The same reading. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know that certainly, with certainty rather, that God hath made him, Jesus, both Lord and Jesus and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said unto them, Repent. And be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And they shall be forgiven you. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children to all that are far off. Everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And that's the end of it. Can you believe that? <clears throat> we said, what do we have to do to get some of these? You know what they said? They said, we don't sell these. You or your church can have as many of these as you'd like for free. They're spreading those, the Canadian Bible Society, throughout Canada. Now, I was just amazed because this sounds like it came from our Articles of Faith. 
Isn't that great? And you will find that there are many, many people that are picking up the Bible and reading and moving closer and closer to divine truth. I thought that was something I should share with you. It's a, it's a beautiful tract. You can't see it in the back, but it's really well uh, written, a beautiful colors, a good layout. And the birth of the church and down here on the, on the bottom, it says Pentecost. Praise God. Isn't that great? Those are being distributed right now throughout Canada by the Canadian Bible Society. Praise God. Let's lift our hands and praise the Lord. Would you do that? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. All of our departments got together and decided that they would work together. And as Brother Smith had mentioned uh, concerning prayer, uh, we have formed a world network of prayer. Sister uh, Tinney from Louisiana is, is the head of this, and she has really been working this. And all of our departments came up with a theme for 96, and it's entitled Harvest 96. And basically what we're trying to do this year is put all programs on the back burner to see how many people we can see filled with the Holy Ghost in 1996. So you'll find a lot in the Herald, the Word of Flame literature. We'll have this, uh, 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 the Sunday School Department, Pentecost Sunday, uh, Home Missions, Foreign Missions, Our Ladies Auxiliary Department, uh, Harvest Time, our Youth Division, all of our district meetings. You will hear us talking about Harvest of 96. And basically uh, what we're doing is we're trying to create a plan in which we get every person and every local church involved in soul winning and prayer. First prayer and then soul winning in 1996. I think it's just, I think it's just great. I'm certainly behind this. I hope that our district will wholeheartedly uh, promote it this year throughout all of our churches. We've had great revival here in Wisconsin the last few years. And of course our, our uh, camp meeting is a real focal point. We always have a great move of the Lord. The conference held in Milwaukee was such a great conference. I'm not trying to say that uh, I think it was any better than the Des Moines conference, but we did have a great need coming to the Milwaukee conference, and God poured out his spirit and blessed by filling over 100 people on Sunday night with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, what I want to do, I just want to walk through uh, things with you to let you know exactly what has taken place this past year. We did have the greatest year in the United Pentecostal Church that we've ever had. Our ladies' auxiliary leader, Sister Gwen Oaks from Arkansas, uh, uh, she gave us a report that the combined Mother's Memorial offerings, and I don't know how long that they've been taking Mother's Memorial offerings, but a long time. I think as long as I've been a pastor, but perhaps not. I, I'm not for sure. But I do know that she said that so far they have raised over $20 million for Mother's Memorial and, of course, uh, the bulk of that goes to the foreign fields for missionary work. Uh, this past year, our Mother's Memorial offering was in the amount of $1,396,667. I think that's just great. 
667. Our district was number one in category C. Now, we've been number one in category C. That's districts with 35 to 50 churches. Pardon me. From 50 to 75 churches. Uh, That's category C. We have 53 churches here in the state of Wisconsin. Now, you have to keep in mind, we are much smaller than most districts. Illinois, just south of us, has 200 churches. So we are small compared to Illinois. Uh, Texas is divided into two districts, East Texas and then West Texas. West Texas is called Texaco. The East Texas district alone has 442 churches. So you can see that we are quite small compared to some of these, these other districts. But our district giving is always up there. It's always up there. And we took the number one honor in giving in Category C. Our district offering was $48,861.43. I really praise God for that. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Our church was number two in our district with $6,000 offering. Uh, the Watertown Church, I think, was number one. And I'm not for sure how much the Watertown gave. How much? Kathy's going to look in her purse. She wants to be exact. And, and the reason why, because she rubbed it in that they beat us. The only thing is, we didn't know we were in a race with them, but, but she knew that she was in a race with us. And she was responsible for the offering there, so... I think they beat us by about $200. Kathy, if you're purchasing anything like Sister Grant's, just call it off and we'll go on. <laughs> oh, she has it. Oh, my. How much did Watertown give? All right. I was $350 off, but at any rate... Oak, Oak Creek was first. That puts us third then. But uh, nevertheless, our church always comes through with these offerings, and we have done this for years and years and years and years. And and Kathy has already said our church is going to be number one next year. So <laughs> praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I think it's just great. And I want to, I want to give all of you ladies and men... A big hand for the good offering that you gave for Mother's Memorial. And Sister Grant, our ladies' leader. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Grant is the queen of the south. What happens is people always ask me, are you from somewhere down south? I said, yes, I am. Where? And I said, McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Well, south of Madison, you know. Our youth department. My, did they ever have a banner year. Youth Congress that was held recently in August, I guess, or July, in in Little Rock, Arkansas, over 7,000 young people attended. And and they're holding it this next year in Memphis, Tennessee, in a new arena, and they are shooting for 10,000 young people. Now, that's almost as many as we see at the conference. Now, it's hard for me to believe that you can get that many young people in one spot and still have order. But <laughs> 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 they're going to give it a try. 
and, and the Lord just moved in a great way, in a great way. Now, the uh, youth department uh, had a change in leadership. As you know, Brother Darrell Johns had reached the age in which he could no longer be the youth president. He took a church in Atlanta, Georgia, and Brother Brian Kinsey uh, from Louisiana, who was the secretary and treasurer, became the new youth director, and Brother Nathan Reaver became the new secretary and treasurer of the youth department. But they had an increase of 487000 in giving over 1994. The total She's for Christ offering, the biggest offering ever raised, ever raised in the youth department, $2,701,000. Can you believe that? Praise God. It's just great. <clears throat> Praise God. You know, you know what we do with that money, don't you? It goes to the mission fields. The bulk of this money is used to pur- purchase vehicles all the way from bicycles, uh, motorcycles, uh, uh, all kinds of vehicles to move the gospel. Our missionaries use those vehicles and go throughout their country. Now, Wisconsin uh, had the second largest total dollar increase of any district. I really praise God for that. This year we were $24,400 over what we were last year. And we had the third largest percentage of increase in giving, which is 64.211% increase in giving. We were eighth in overall giving in the United Pentecostal Church with $62,400. This was an all-time high record for us. And I really praise God for that. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Here in Wisconsin, we average $1,200 per church. Brother Zenobia, our, our new uh, president, he was new this year. He preached for us in our youth week and did such a great job. He's such a great preacher. Brother Zenobia is a fine man, a good promoter. He received the sixth runner-up uh, of the year for the uh, Director of the Year Award. And it was so good to see him on the stage and go out there and accept this plaque, especially being he was a new man. Our church received a plaque for giving $5,000 in Cheese for Christ. And I must say to Brother Eckenrod and to all of our young people and adults alike, thank you so very much for giving. Praise God. Thank you so very much. Let's give Brother Eckenrod a big hand for our youth and the work. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And next year, we're hoping to have $7,500. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be our goal or not, but, but I think we can, we, can, we can do better than what we've done. Yeah. Praise God. You may say, why so much emphasis on money? Because we, can't, we cannot spread the gospel without it. And, and we are finding that the people who give the most are the people who are blessed the most. Now, let me just tell you a little story. I, uh, you know, when Brother Hollis was here, Brother Hollis taught on giving. And, and, and so we had to, uh, an offering that night. I'm not for sure how much the offering was, but it was $9,000 or something that night. And that was cash. One brother in this church gave a check for $3,000. And would you believe within a matter of days, the devil jumped on him and started beating him up about this because he was having some, you know, 
some financial difficulties. And would you believe that he said, no, I'm going to trust God. I know that God spoke to me. This man who works on percentage uh, in sales, that all of a sudden he made a big sale. And he came to me and said, Brother Grant, would you believe that I was advanced because of a big sale in one sale alone, the equivalent of one year's salary? Raise your hand, Brother Blake. That happened to Brother Blake George. Can you believe that? It's the tight wads that are not being blessed. Praise God. I'm serious with you. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. And we are the channels in which God's going to use in these last days to reach this lost and dying world. Nobody else is going to do it, but God's people's going to do it. We have a mandate from heaven to preach the gospel and do all the world for a witness, and then shall the end come. My friend, it's countdown time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I say it's countdown time. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Our publishing house. Our publishing house this past year had an income of $6,489,599. Now, this is how they raised the money. We sent out 1,519,115 pieces of Sunday school literature. Would you believe that there are many organizations now that are ordering and using our Sunday school literature? And I really thank God for that. Some of the best Sunday school literature in the world, people are saying, I'm talking about outside of our church. We're making big church conventions and selling our literature, and people are buying. I really praise God for it. 3,973,200 tracts were published this past year in our publishing house. 128,101 books were sold. Praise God. The gospel is being spread throughout the world in the written word. Praise God. Home missions. We had a banner year also in giving to home missions. $1,748,975.99 were raised in our Christmas for Christ offering. We will be taking that this year. Brother Blake, do you have the date? That's when we will be. We won't be taking the offering then. We will be showing the, the, the Christmas for Christ film strip on Sunday evening, the 12th of November. And it's December 17th, I think it is, that we receive our offering. And I really do uh, thank the Lord for Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, we were eighth in the nation. We have been fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth in the nation. Almost every year. And you have to understand now, we're talking about a pretty small district. Wisconsin gave this last year $68,581.24. Uh, 
an average of $1,293.99 per church. That's almost uh, the same average we had on, on Sheets for Christ giving. Praise God. Praise God. Now, our 1993 offering was the biggest offering ever. Uh, we raised over $70,000. And I'm trusting that this next year we will break our all-time high record. Our church gave $9,000. We tied for first place with Oak Creek. Uh, I will say this. Two years ago, the largest Christmas for Christ offering that was ever given in the state of Wisconsin was given by Calvary Gospel Church in the amount of $10,202. I really thank the Lord for that. One brother in our church has said he would give one half of all of the money that was to come to his household that he did not feel would be coming. In other words, unsuspected money. And this brother gave a check of $5,000. And I will say this, and I'm not saying this to make Brother Dan Capaccio uh, look good, but to, to commend him. Brother Daniel, to my knowledge, nobody in the state of Wisconsin has ever given that much. David said, I was young and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. <clears throat> Praise God. <clears throat> now here's a man who could logically sit down and find a place for that money. But he made the promise to God. I talked with him briefly about him. He felt... I made the promise to God. God could have held that back. It could have been that it would have never come my way. But it did. And I give it with great joy. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, God. I praise you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Right now between Easter and Pentecost Sunday, approximately 10,000 people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now we were hoping on Pentecost Sunday to report 10,000. That was our goal. The only problem that we had with this is that much more than 30%, I forget what it is, 37 or something percent of our churches never reported so that happens, and we don't have any way of knowing. But the churches that did report, we found out that near 10,000 people, perhaps a little over, I think it was a little over, people received the Holy Ghost in our churches between uh, Easter and Pentecost Sunday. Here at Calvary Gospel Church, we had the best period of time we've ever had. We had 67 people to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost between Easter and Pentecost Sunday. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In our Sunday school department, I, the Sunday school department is doing something I really want us to get involved in. They have created a pro- program called the CARE Program. You see this little plastic bag? The CARE is an acronym for Concerned About Reaching Everyone. And what you do as an outreach department or as a Sunday school department, you simply take the packet and you put it on someone's door uh, or on a door. 
there is a letter that's inside, and this is what it says. It's a very simple letter. It says, Dear friend, while you were in the comfort of your home, we came by with this care project. At your convenience, please examine the contents. If we can be of any service to you, your family, with any free literature, please mail the endorsed order form. We're truly concerned about the problems of today's world. May God bless you, and it's signed. P.S., while we were at your door, we prayed a special blessing upon your home because we care. Now, the free literature that they can order without any cost, number one, raising children in today's world, helping children overcome peer pressure, building self-esteem in your children, dealing with troubled youth, developing positive leadership in youth, overcoming teenage peer pressure, building blocks for good marriage, money, how to handle it. Now, these are subject. I'd like to read these tracts. I mean, these, this sounds like something that everybody should know. The drug crisis, a word to mom and dad. Gambling addiction. Did you know that America has gone crazy in gambling? Everybody has this gambling mentality. Now listen to this, frustration of senior citizens. This may be one that Brother Sister Man would like to pass out to all of their group, you know. <laughs> we also offer home Bible studies at your convenience, transportation to and from church, hospital visits, and prayer for the sick. And there's a place for them to put their name, uh, address and such, and send it back. We are really hoping, this is kind of a low-key thing, but we are really hoping that uh, we would get excellent response. I would like for our Sunday school and outreach department to join hand in hand, and I'd like to put one of these on every door in Madison. Now, that's a lot of doors, but I'd like to see us do this. Oh, hallelujah. I'll say this, if you pray a prayer in every door, you'll stay prayed up. <laughs> praise God, praise God, praise God. Our Sunday school, Save Our Children's Offering nationally was $493,088.69. Easter attendance, and this is an all-time high reporting, 405,607. That's how many people we reported in the United States and Canada. Now, Wisconsin total attendance was 7,324. Now, we also have the quizzing department, the junior quizzers in the Sunday school. Our quizzing team took number one in the state. And I really do thank Brother and Sister Hicks and all the parents and the students. I think the Nina team was second, and they went on to become fourth in the nation. They took fourth place in the nation. When they got there, they really did shine. Our team did well, uh, but the Nina team took number four place. Now, I did notice, too, in the information given to me, that the Parkway Church took second place in Category H. That's a 1,000 and more in Sunday school in the percentage of increase in the growth in one year. I don't really know what it was. It just said that they took second place. Now, the top ten churches 
in Sunday school, and I have that someplace here, and let me just pull it out. It'll only take me a minute, I think, to find it. I don't know if you teachers, do we get the Christian educator, Brother Wittenbaugh? You'll see this in the Christian educator. I, I just took this out. The number one church at Easter this past year was Alexandra, Louisiana, pastored by G.A. Mangan, of course, uh, Brother Anthony Mangan, 5,692. Now, that is a, that's a pile of people. <clears throat> Can you believe that? <laughs> and Christian Life Center in Stockton, California, had 5,200. Now, about four years ago, Brother Haney had the all-time high Sunday school record of any United Pentecostal church with better than 8,000 in attendance. Now, that is a lot of people. They put on a major drive throughout the city. And I might go ahead and explain this. Brother Haney, because Brother Kilgore, who was the assistant general superintendent representing the western zone, that's everything west of the Mississippi River, Brother Kilgore became the superintendent of the Texas district, gave up his position, and Brother Haney was elected as the assistant general superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church, representing the western zone of the United Pentecostal Church, or the western zone of the, of the United States. Number three in Sunday school was Brother Randy Keyes in Modesto, California, 3,710. Brother Von Morton, in Fresno, California, 2,705. Now let me just pause just for a moment. Some of you feel that real conservative men can't build big churches. Did you know that Brother Von Morton will not even allow a transparency to be shown in his church? And you may say, why? I don't know. You have to ask him. <laughs> but <clears throat> he won't. <clears throat> <clears throat> Somebody recently asked me, said, you know, I'm all confused, Brother Grant. said, you know, we all have one Bible. Look at all these denominations. That confuses me. I said, you know, it's always confused me too. I've got the same question that you have. But nevertheless, that's that's what happened. So uh, we, we, uh, we we just had great, great attendance. Uh, in the United Pentecostal Church in Sunday School on Easter. God has been moving and God has been blessing. As I stated, uh, uh, here in our district we had 7,324 in attendance. Now, we want to get to foreign missions, and this is when the story really does get to be exciting. Listen to this. We now have 279 full-time missionaries, 224. Two short-term missionaries, a total of 501 missionaries in 131 countries. Overseas, we have 9,977 national ministers. I really praise God for this. This past year in giving, we gave, that is, the United Pentecostal Church gave $14,718,613.12. The foreign missions giving. Now, she's for Christ and Mother's Memorial and some others that were, were those funds that were lumped in made a grand total of $15,472,613.12 that went into the evangelization of people in foreign soil. Now, this is better than 50% of all the money 
that is spent in the United Pentecostal Church from the standpoint of World Evangelism Center. And I really thank God for that. I really do. Now, listen to this. We now have 80 overseas Bible schools. Right now we have 2,660 full-time Bible school students. We also had, last year, another 9,561 Bible school students that were taught in 250 seminar-type settings. All right? Then we have 13,156 students enrolled in correspondent programs. So last year we trained a total of 25,377 national workers. Praise God. Praise God. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Out of the 14 million plus funds that were given, Wisconsin with 53 churches was 13th in the nation. Our Wisconsin churches gave $354,008.23. Praise God. Oh, how. We were 13th in the nation. Brother Rogers' church, Elam Tabernacle, was 10th in the nation. His church gave $70,397. He received a plaque, and so did our district. At our conference for this, our church gave $24,490 to foreign missions. Now, our total missions giving, we're very heavy here at Calvary Gospel Church in home missions. Our total missions giving was in excess of $40,000. And I really thank you so very much for this. Praise God. Now, let me give you the totals of all this, all right? I hope that I'm not boring you with all these statistics. Here in the states, we have 3,734 churches. And when I say the states, I'm talking about the United States and Canada. All right? This is 108 churches more than we had in 1994. Now, you have 126 ministers. The total stateside attendance, and I've given that, 405,607. Listen to what's happening overseas. Overseas this past year, 103,409 people were baptized in Jesus' name. 139,735 received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this did not include the... ...in the Ethiopian crusade. Now, I'm not for sure why they didn't have that in. I think probably because the totals had not come in. At the end of the fiscal year. See, the fiscal year starts in July 1st and goes through June 30th. All right? So I, I think that's probably the reason why. But but since then, we have had over 70,000 people baptized in Jesus' name and over 78 filled with the Holy Ghost in that one crusade. And that does not is not reflected in this. We have 16,021 churches overseas with 9,977 national ministers. Our overseas constituents, that's the members of our churches overseas now, uh, we have 1,729,173,000 overseas constituents. 
just four short years ago, we were fighting to get past the one million mark. Can you believe that over a 700,000 increase in four years? I really thank God for that. Our total giving of all of our departments going into headquarters was $27,489,214. Total ministers overseas and stateside, 17,703. Total 1995 churches, 19,755. The total constituents of the United Pentecostal Church now is 2,134,780 people. Praise God. The harvest is great. But you've got to remember, the population of the world is past 5 billion people. There's a lot of people out there. Now, <clears throat> we need a new building. We need a new building, a new auditorium. With the help of the Lord, this will go up. I'm not, I'm not saying when, but God has been good to us. But I really feel when it comes to Harvest 96 that we need to throw caution to the wind. There are some times in which, you, you know, you can, you can just be so secure and so conservative in what you're doing that, that, that you just hinder God. And, and I would not want to stand in the same place that Pharaoh was in in the Old Testament when Moses appeared before him and the cry was, let my people go. I want each one of you to know that in 1996, God wants to use you. Take your faith and use it. Witness, preach, testify, teach. Give whatever you need to do. For the gospel of the kingdom must be preached unto all the world for a witness. Then shall the end come. Now I can't say that I did this every time I prayed in 1995 or 1994 or 95. But I don't remember the last time that I prayed. And I'm talking about my evening prayer now. There's certain things I pray about in the morning. There's certain things I pray about in the evening. I don't remember when's the last time I prayed that I didn't pray. God, send forth laborers. We have people, Lord, that that could do it. But my preaching doesn't stir them. Some of you, my preaching does not stir you to the point that I can get you involved. Now, someday you'll have to stand before God to give an account for this. Because you spend too much time on yourself. But you have the ability. But I'm believing that God's going to reach out and talk to you. And I'm not trying to, I'm not saying this unkindly. You, you, you must understand, I'm not saying this unkindly. And I'm not here to use the Bible as a club over anybody's head. But listen, there are precious people just like you that are out there, that are lost. And how shall they hear without a preacher? I've been so moved this past year. Brother Andrew Cohn, 
has opened up the Simpson Street area. He and his workers there, and each Tuesday night they're down there singing, praising the Lord, shouting the victory. And Brother and Sister Thomas just built a new home in Stoughton. They moved there, and they're planning on opening up a work down in Stoughton. We don't really know just when everything's going to get going. They will be members of our church for some time, but we're certainly planning on an outreach down there and eventually a church in which Rich will be full-time as pastor of Calvary Gospel Church Number 2, whatever they're going to name it. You know, I'm just, I'm just putting that out, you know, just Calvary Gospel Church or whatever it is. You know, in Stoughton, I'm not even suggesting that name, but I, I'm just putting it in. I hope, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Wouldn't it be nice if right here in Dane County... We had 25 or 30 churches full to capacity of people loving God, believing in Jesus' name, baptism, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it, Brother Repka. I believe that. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's stand to our feet right now. Let's thank the Lord for one of the best reports we've ever had. In the United Pentecostal Church. Oh, hallelujah. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yea, I say unto thee, you must consider the wind. The wind cannot be tamed, neither can my spirit. For I have promised a great outpouring in these the last days. Behold, I say unto thee, I come quickly. Therefore, you must rid yourself of every weight and every sin that might beset you. Run this race the way I have designed it to be run. And then you will be fulfilled and contentment will come. I say the longing of your heart, the frustration of your soul, the confusion of your mind is there because you have not obeyed my will. But if you will form yourself in a line with, in alignment with my spirit and let my spirit blow upon you and you move with the wind, I will use you and I will use you to a degree that you never dreamed of. You will be involved in a ministry because I am the impetus of that. I'm the prime mover, and I want to work through you. Yea, I also say unto this church this night, continue in the direction in which you flow, and great blessings will come, abundant blessings. 
that you never dreamed of, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now our altar's open. Anybody who'd like to come and receive the Holy Ghost, come on right now. Anybody like to pray about their ministry, come on right now. If you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, do it right now. If you want to resubmit, do it right now. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.